Hey homies, welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Queens podcast. I'm Lauren Page, and it's been a whole week, y'all. Roman is trying to eat the shoelaces on my shoes. He never wants to sleep when I want to do something. I'm just like revolving around his schedule. He, I don't live in the condo. I live in his condo, basically. You know, he runs things. So, (laughs) hi, hello. This is my first podcast episode without a guest in this rebrand in this past month. And I'm just so grateful to be able to speak with you directly today. And y'all, like I said, on Instagram, which is at Uncommon Queens, I have a lot to say. It's probably going to be a shorter episode. I say that now. Why did I say that? I don't know. But I'm excited to get going and to get into all that is happening. If you're new, please subscribe so it just pops up on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you decide to subscribe and it's just easier and it alerts you and it's all the goodness. And then make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcast, and it just really helps get the message out there, get it to more queens and homies, and I would love and appreciate that. If you don't know who Roman is, he is my cat. He is my fur baby who I adopted almost a year ago, and he's the best surprise and the best friend ever. So, sorry to all my friends out there. I apologize, but it's Roman for me. (laughs) But I forgot that I need to reintroduce myself. Hello, I am Lauren Page, a certified life coach. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Last week, I became a life coach. And I'm super, 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 super hyped up about it, excited looking forward to the new year and it's a journey. I didn't tell a lot of people about it. I really wanted to focus and just put my head down and not have a lot of distractions around me or a lot of opinions around me. I just wanted to just dive into it and just kind of have space to explore coaching and what that meant for me and what it meant for the podcast and what it meant for just a lot of other ideas and ventures that I look forward to doing and to having you be a part of. And so coaching has been a new thing for me. I never really thought about coaching until this year, really. So I don't know if you knew this. I may have said it in several podcast episodes, but earlier in the year, I actually was in grad school for social work. Plot twist, I was in grad school for two semesters, so in kind of the spring and also the summer. And so grad school was a huge decision for me. I never really was totally into, (laughs) totally good and enjoyed traditional schooling. Like I knew that growing up that I wasn't going to have a quote unquote traditional job and I didn't even have a traditional major when I went to a traditional four-year school. So I always knew that I didn't want to do anything that 
was kind of nine to fully nine to five or just what you think about when you go to school. I always knew that I wanted something not so structured. And even when I took like personality tests or those tests in that we had in high school about like what kind of structure you like and everything, it definitely signaled to me that I needed more of a flexible, flexible work environment. And that was kind of the course of action. And I am someone who still does not believe that you have to go to a four-year university to be successful in life, whatever success looks like for you. You don't have to. There's so many opportunities to learn and to grow now. Like there's just with technology, there's so many things that you can do. But last year in 2020, I really thought that I had to prove myself. I had to prove that I was doing something, even though the year the year that I was going into post-grad was literally in a pandemic and I had been trying and trying and sent my resume to at this point probably hundreds of companies and just to have grace with myself but I I have even though I have like people-pleasing tendencies and rebel tendencies at the same time like I want to go out and do my own thing but I also am like society so I really just kind of applied to grad school in a moment of like I need to feel like I'm doing something I need to prove to people that I'm not just sitting at home doing this podcast even though I love this podcast and I wanted to put so much more effort into it and it does take time and it does take creative energy and all these things and I do prepare for it and and put work into it and really pour passion and love into it and I really just was grasping for air at that point last year and I kind of messed up with a lot of relationships and I was just grasping for someone to validate what I was doing or tell me what to do or just whatever and I just got overwhelmed with a lot of different opinions and judgments and I really just went into grad school thinking that it was something that maybe I could do. Maybe I could, I thought maybe I could really see myself in social work because since I was young, 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 like maybe a little bit before, like all, basically all my life, I knew I wanted to help or create space for people, create space for people. I'm very empathetic. I love just caring for people. And creating space for the underdog, the unseen, the misunderstood. And so I thought that at the time, in the beginning of this year, that in last year, that social work was the place and the space. And I kind of, in an undergrad, I really enjoyed, I think it really came to my own of like, I love learning. I love seeing people passionate about what they do and hearing from different leaders and and really investing in and putting that time in to learn something and and feel like I accomplished something. And so that's why I kind of like, okay, like I can do grad school, but no, kids, <laughs> y'all, school takes a lot out of me. Like traditional schooling takes a lot out of me. And I didn't realize like, yes, Lauren, you accomplished a four-year university. That doesn't mean that you have to continue your learning in a traditional setting. And I think that whether it's our parents telling us or not, 
we just have this unspoken society riddled fear that we have to do things in this boxed formatted lines way and maybe for your industry that does look like that but I just want to tell the person that thinks that they have to go one path that if you know deep down in your heart that you don't want to go this one path don't do it don't put your time your money especially through that and I just started 2021 to be honest in a very hazy brain fog depressed anxious way I didn't have like my family around me my friends around me I luckily had a Roman but I just was really in a very different place and that's why I didn't record that many episodes because I was just like I have nothing to say I just want to do my work and go to sleep and watch Netflix and that's it I don't have the capacity I don't have the capacity And it's just so weird to me to think of the contrast between I feel so much more like myself now than I've ever had out in the world with my family and friends, speaking into others, cultivating more community and more friends here in Atlanta. And I feel more motivated and convicted and confident. Just all the things. I feel more more clear about my vision and my passion in life and what I want to do in the future than ever before and it doesn't look pretty it doesn't look like I have a freaking job with a 401k it doesn't look like how I thought but it's still good and God has still been so faithful throughout the whole time even when I didn't think that this place for the first six months of the year could look like this I didn't even think it would look like this in the summer And I'm just so grateful and I just want you to know that I put this on my personal Instagram, but I just want you to know that even if 2022 doesn't start out looking like the most joyous, successful, accomplished, you get all your New Year's resolutions in and all of your tasks done and your goals done in the first six months, like it can still be good. You can still hold joy and confusion and sadness in the same, like, You can feel those things, but joy can be constant. And I just want you to know that like for me, in the middle of those moments, the joy that I had was in the sunset, honestly. The joy was what I had was stepping out and seeing the sunset. The joy that I had was having my favorite drink. The joy that I had was watching my favorite Netflix show. Shout out to Great great British Bake Off, if I can talk. And just doing the simple things is what really got me through, honestly. Because my friends can tell you I was on FaceTime crying most of the time in the beginning of the year. And I just am so, just want people to know that so truly and deeply that you just don't have to show up perfectly in every space you are in to keep going and to have good things happen. And you can show up imperfect and messy and in pain, but just show up. But most importantly, show up for yourself. Show up for yourself, even in the midst. But also know your capacity. Know your capacity. Lean on your community. Lean on people who are open-handed to helping you. And just know that you can go 
go to trusted people have that even if it's just one person like I always say even if it's one person go to that trusted person and just let them in let them in and of course I always recommend therapy and counseling and I know it's not always available to people but I know there's great online resources I personally love in person and so grateful that now I have the I have the capacity and the ability to go in person because I just love that human connection in person. But I know a lot of people don't and they would rather do online. And I know there's so many great resources that also accept insurance. And so I think psychologytoday.com has where you can filter by insurance and pain points and everything. So Yes, therapy. I'm so for therapy, but I'm also so for coaching. And for me, it's a good little background before I get into more stuff. Coaching is more goal-oriented, more future-focused. And I had Natalie on, which was my first episode in the rebrand. And you can go listen to that towards the end of the episode. She talks about just the differences between therapy and coaching. And coaching is more vision, goal-setting, moving forward, action steps, action-driven than therapy. And I think that both are beneficial. It just depends on what season of life you're in, what you need to uncover and unlock, and all of those things. But I was so honored to be accepted into the Go and Tell Gals coaching program. I greatly respect Jess Connolly, and I'm so grateful that her and her team allowed me into their arms they're on my team forever I just greatly appreciate that program and I chose it because of the community because I saw Jess's vision for coaching that it wasn't just to a get rich quick scheme it was to really truly focus on others focus on other people focus on impacting and using our gifts to impact other people and I was not disappointed at all I grew friends and mentors and just women I can turn to and lean on and to be real with and to go through all of the struggles with and yes most of them were not my age and had a husband and kids and honestly coming away from that yes I could have been very jealous and there were times where I was like oh this is awkward but honestly I desire those things and I, they make me look forward to that because they uncovered the messiness of being a mom, of being a wife and the uncertainty. They didn't sugarcoat anything for me. They made me see that's attainable to show up in that way. As I was saying about showing up in the mess, they show up in the mess as a mom, as a wife. And so I'm just greatly appreciative to them. I could say all of their names, but that wouldn't even be enough. And yeah, I'm just so grateful. Follow Jess Connolly on Instagram. Follow Go and Tell Gals on Instagram. They're amazing women. And they're so real but encouraging. And you just feel so seen. And that's something that I haven't always been. And they just welcomed me in in a place that I like really needed community. And they provided that for me. And I think coaching... Doing this coaching program has honestly unlocked what I've always wanted to do since I was young. I love building things. I love casting vision for things. And ha- and having my own business has been always something that I looked forward to since I was young. And I thought it had to be when I'm 30, 40 in my career. But 
thankfully and thankfully we see a lot of I don't want to be an influencer I want to be an entrepreneur let's be straight up like I don't want to be an influencer I think influencer is great I follow a lot of influencers and it's great but I want to be an entrepreneur and it feels weird saying that I want coaching to be a vehicle for me to get more things out for you not just this podcast I've had things written in my journals for years and I also want to say like even if you don't see something happen right away that doesn't mean that it won't ever happen and God has truly revealed that to me like he knows me he sees my things that I write in my journals he sees the prayers he he hears the prayers he knows everything and Yes, it might not happen in your timing and the way you want it to, but it's better. It's so much better, y'all. It's so much better. And just knowing that I don't have to wait decades on to start something. I can just start and do it. And it may not be my full-time thing. It may not make me the most money, but that's not why I do this. That's not why I do this podcast. I don't even have ads on my podcast. That's not why I do any of this. It's not about the money for me. It's about impacting others setting y'all free so you can show up the way you were created and molded and crafted to be like I want you to be confident in who you are and who your little corks and your and your and your just little things that you say and the shows that you watch and the things that you're passionate about and the way that you dress I want you to show up not because of what Hailey Bieber is wearing, even though I love Hailey Bieber, but because of what you wear and what you feel good in and what you feel empowered in. And I want you to show up as you, as you, queen, as you. And that's why I, that's why I did this program. That's why I do these things. That's why I love to build things. I may not be the best on Instagram, but it's because I have vision for business stuff. I don't I'm not always the most creative on Instagram, but I want to be speaking to you. I want to be showing you the messiness and the little things that bring me joy. And so this is why I have these platforms and this is why I want to do more things for you so you can be you and be seen and feel heard and loved and feel connected to me and that you can come to me and be bare and be raw and so that I can potentially coach you and wouldn't that be freaking amazing because I would love that and I think in making this decision it can look very risky because like I said I don't have that stability of a a full-time job but I think as we have seen in the past almost two years that any job is risky Anything you set your mind to is risky in terms of finances and long-term vision and long-term success. Anything is risky. Yes, one thing provides some stability and makes sense to people, but I'm not here to make sense to people. Honestly, point blank period. I'm here to do what I'm here to do. You know, I'm here to do to do my mission. And so, and create impact for the as many people as I'm created to impact. And so I think that in this one big beautiful life that I want to leave this world better than I found it. And I want to know that I did everything possible that I had in me. I left all the creative energy. I let all of the empathy out in me. I let all of the love out of me and the grace out of me. And I left it all on the earth. And so... 
that's why I'm like, yes, it might not be the marketing, the fashion, the music job that I thought I wanted and that is so easy to explain to other people. But at the end of the day, I don't, I don't, I've never wanted to be easy to explain. I've never been someone who's easy to be explained. Yes, people can put me in boxes and say I'm shy or timid or I'm the music girl or I'm the fashion girl or I'm whatever girl, but I honestly don't like putting other people in boxes. I don't like putting people in boxes of like, what do you do for your career? I don't like putting people in boxes in their passions. I tend to sometimes do it, yes, but I truly am trying to work on to not just put people in one box because as I've always said, we're multifaceted, multidimensional. We have so many passions. We have so many interests. We have so many cool things about ourselves that we love and that are a part of us. And just because something's easy to explain to someone doesn't mean you should do it. Because in that coaching program, it was said that people love tangible. People love something that can be explained in one sentence or in one job title. People love that tangible thing. But at the end of the day, who are we living for? Who who are we living for at the end of our days? Like, do we want to live just for mom and dad? Do we want to live just for our sibling? Do we want to live just for our friends? Do we want to live just for Instagram? Do we want to live just for our neighbor? Do we want to live for this or that? Or do we want to be like, hey, I was created to do this, that, and the other, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to leave that, and that actually impacts more people, that actually impacts my family, that actually impacts my friends, that actually impacts my community. That's what, that's what I want to leave. I don't know about you, but it doesn't even have to look like changing the world or becoming president. It can look like coaching. It can look like being a plumber. It can look like being a teacher. It can look like being an artist. It can look like anything. Being a garbage man. It can look like anything you want it to look like because it's you doing it. It's you getting out there and it's you doing it. And I just wanted to tell you also that rushing it won't serve you. Because I did. Because I love rushing God's timing. I love being getting in that idea and moving forward. But at the end of the day, I don't live for myself. I don't live for myself. I believe I live for God. And if that's not what you live for, just live with a greater purpose, honestly. And I know that the timing that I have planned isn't the best and won't create the greatest impact, won't create the best product or podcast episode or content. It won't, if I rush things, it will never be the best that it needs to be in that moment. Not saying it needs to be perfect, but it won't be what it's fully meant to be in that moment. And so I just say, work on, hone the craft. You don't always have to rush things, but if you feel a sense of peace about what you're working on, what you're creating, put it out there, put it out there. And that means for me in a practical sense of like, I've been holding on to a website for three years, have the Uncommon Queens domain for three years, been paying for it the whole bit. It's never been published. Partially because I didn't know what I wanted to do with it or what I wanted it to look like or what brand colors or whatever. But when I fully surrendered to the moment and to what I felt called to do in that in this season of life I was like hit the ground running 
I have the colors now. Thank you to Mac. Again, thank you to Mac. I freaking love you forever. And I have the content. Thank you to Go and Tell Gals, Jess. Like, I have all of these things now that I didn't before to put on the website. So now I do have colors. The website is almost done. Praise God. The website is almost done. You can almost be one of my coaching clients in the new year. Let me know. DM me if you want. Actually, seriously, legit. DM me if you want. Or actually, what would be better is if you email me at uncommonqueens at gmail.com. I will link it below and in the show notes of Spotify and Apple Podcast, my email address at uncommonqueens if you want to be one of my life coach clients. I'll talk to you about packages later and all the logistics, but if you want to be one of my coaching clients, email me. The email is uncommonqueens at gmail.com. Anywho, but I just think that all of that is important to not rush and to to walk in excellence. I think it's it's good to walk in excellence and whatever excellence means in that moment, that's your best. I think that can be also, it's hard to decipher, but if you have peace about it and peace in that moment and who, at the end of the day, who cares if everyone likes it and gives you the applause because at least that will be a learning and growing experience for you. And if you love it, like rep that, rep that, love that, be confident in that. And I would also, just the funny things that God does is just how beautiful and intentional he works is literally I remember so vividly last year in around January time that I picked up Jess's book, Jess Connolly, and she created Go and Tell Gals, the coaching program with her team. And I read her book, You Are the Girl for the Job. And I actually, in one podcast episode that is still up to this day, last year, talked about something she said in her book. Fast forward to a little over a year later, I, she's coaching me in person to my face. I get to hug her, get to tell her she will never know how much this means to me. And she literally, her book, made me think that something else was possible for me. Not even, I didn't even think about coaching at that time. I just thought, okay, I have these these nuggets of wisdom to take with me and to carry with me and to help me power through these days and this rejection and this despair and this depression and this anxiety. I have these truths to hold on to in this moment. And it gave me hope. And I just, if Jess, if you're listening, if anyone from the Go and Tell Girls team is listening, I'm endlessly endlessly grateful I'm trying not to cry that you were obedient and you created this program and you allowed me to give voice and a vehicle to my calling and you will I will say you'll never know how much little Lauren thanks you and rejoices in this moment you will never know and I just want Y'all, my homies, to know that even if it's dark, even if you feel like you are operating in striving and feeling lost and confused, know that it is me in the beginning of the year and know that this is me at the end of 2021, okay? I was confused, lost, depressed, not taking the best care of myself, and now 
I walked it out. I walked it out. And I think it's about protecting your dreams, protecting your ideas. Who needs to know? I who needs to know about your ideas? Who needs to know about what you have planned? Because I, after the whole grad school situation, I honestly cut back on who I was telling what to. And I had to be like, why am I telling them this? Do I t- am I telling them this because I need their recommendation for the program? Am I telling them this because I value their advice? Am I telling them this because I need their prayers? Why am I telling someone this? Is it just to tell them and to have all of these opinions rafting around? Or do I just need to keep it to myself and God or a trusted mentor? Who? What does that look like for you? Who do you need to tell? Who do you need to really speak into you and why? Are you just doing it out of desperation and validation? Like how are you showing up in this? What is your motive behind it? And sometimes you need to tell a lot of people. But sometimes you don't and you just need to keep it from to yourself or to God or whatever that looks like for you and what feels more peaceful, honestly, because my grad school decision was not rooted in a lot of peace. It was rooted in a lot of striving and a lot of people pleasing, as I said before. And now this coaching program, it was a lot more peaceful because not a lot of people knew I was even doing it. And I got to do it my way and I got to do it with my, um, financial backing and I got to do it with my just passion and love for others and seeing people walk in just passion and freedom and impact and everything in between and I'm just so grateful to my listeners and to you homies for following along some have been here since the beginning some have been here this year some have been for here for the past month and I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful that you choose me to listen to when you have a bajillion other podcasts you could be listening to right now. I'm grateful that you just show up week in and week out and listen to me. And don't worry, we have so many more things to do and accomplish together and people to have on and everything else. And I'm just truly truly grateful. It feels very foreign and weird to get to this point, you know? And I feel like when we're always operating in in sadness or depression or anxiety, joy and happiness is always a very weird place to step into, right? Because you're so used to one thing and operating in one emotion or negative emotions. And so I think that this feels weird to me. It feels weird to me to be, say I'm joyful in such a public way. It feels weird. And to be vulnerable in this way, even though I am vulnerable in a lot of different ways, it feels vulnerable to say like, oh, I actually like want to have my own business. That feels weird saying that out loud to multiple, like to a decent size of people. Like that feels foreign. And but I just love building. I love building. I love casting vision. I love seeing the big picture. I just, it's just has always been innate in me and I've just pushed it off for so freaking long that I just downplayed it because that's not reasonable. That's naive, Lauren. That's the voices in my head. That's too big. That's not realistic. Like all of these things you need X, Y, and Z money. You need this, this, and this. You need investors. You need capital. You need this. And truth be told, y'all, praise God that 
technology is here. Thank God that we have so many resources at our fingertips that make things so accessible, that make this podcast accessible, that make having a website accessible without knowing how to code. And I'm just so, so grateful to be in this position, in this place. And I think I just want you to know that your 2022, your 2021 doesn't have to end or start perfectly. You can have goodness and joy and mem- and good memories and and joyful moments and be in the present even in even in this just this uncomfortable, messy, confusing time. And especially my homies in our 20s, we are still growing. We were pressured basically by society and all everyone else to pick something at 18, 19, 20, 21. But we're still growing and evolving and we are not stuck. Can I say that again for the people in the back? We are not stuck. We have ways out of something that feels suffocating, okay? It may not look pretty and it may not look the best and the mo- easiest way out, but you are not stuck. If you are feeling suffocating, there are ways, there are people that you can get in contact with, there are resources that you can get plugged into. And I just want you to know that I see you, I hear you, I am always available through DMs. Just email me at uncommonqueens at gmail.com. Like, I want to get you plugged in to a therapist or whatever resources that I have the capacity to give you. I want you to know that I've been there, I've been unseen, I've been misunderstood. I still sometimes feel unseen and misunderstood. And so, just have just day by day, minute by minute, have grace for yourself because we deserve to have you in this world. We deserve it. We des- You deserve to show up for yourself. I want to see you be you and, and show up in a real way for yourself and for others. And I just am so, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I can't even say anything else, but I'm just so grateful to be in this moment with you. And I can't wait Oh, to see what else uh, is going to come. And thank you, homies, so much for listening. I hope this helps you with today, tonight, or tomorrow. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.